You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from You Are What You Do. A man is defined by his actions, not his memory. Start the reactor. Free Mars. Here on Intermetro RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Free your mind, Brandon. (laughs) Open your mind, Travis. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. I am one of your two esteemed hosts, Brandon Cruz. And with me today, I have my other esteemed host, my my better half, some would say. Travis, why don't you introduce yourself to, to the Hi, fans? Hi, I don't know what esteemed means. My name is Travis. <laughs> Travis I, Menard, that's me. I think, it's Thanks a, for- <laughs> I think it's a platform that you download video games from. Yeah, get your esteemed key and <laughs> go out for the esteemed winter sale. Not a sponsor. Uh, welcome to Interdimensional Artists, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. We're so glad that you're here. Seven episodes Woo. into season seven. Woo. Lucky seven, yeah. seven on the sevens. Hell yeah. And if you want to seven us on social media, you can do that in a whole bunch of places. Uh, we're over on X. Don't call it Twitter. Um, I do still. Uh, we're at Rick and Morty Pod. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast. On Instagram, Rick and Morty Podcast or Rick and Morty Pod, your your choice. Uh, Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. That's our email address. And blue sky, bu- bu- blue sky, Rick and Morty pod dot blue sky. Dot Travis, you know, you know works. what, you know what that noise means. It means <laughs> it's, it's time for our blue sky follower of the week. Welcome. Thunder sun, thunder sun, thunder sun dot B sky dot social garage band. And sometimes a plastic casket. Find us on Spotify. Hell yeah. Thunder sun. Welcome. To the elite. <laughs> Welcome to the blue sky group. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe you posted something on there. I don't know. Uh, anyway, you could if you're on Reddit, like everybody else is, uh, go to rickandmorty.reddit.com. That's the official Rick and Morty subreddit. Uh, hang out for the live discussions uh, on Sunday nights. Uh, if you can't make it, get in there for the post show discussion. It's a lot of good content. Uh, also, we have a subreddit, rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com. That's cool, I guess. Uh, rickandmortypod.com. That is our website. And uh, yeah, that's those. I mean, I've, that's the websites. I've been doing, I guess you could, I've been doing, you could watch us. I've been doing stuff for the website, but I've been thinking about this a lot lately, Travis. What's the point of a website? <laughs> I I really don't know. I, I, we, we, I'll, we I'll, don't leverage it. Um, it, it mostly hosts the, <laughs> the, the content so that we can push it out into the rest of the, the internet. The only, the only uh, thing unless, I've done, yeah. the only thing I've done to it is I, over on uh, goodpods.com, uh, it it tracks it tracks podcast ratings and looks like we're in the top 100 after shows of all time over uh, over on Good Pods. Uh, and we're all, apparently and, an after show and in, in the top 50 uh, for for Good Pods specifically uh, for indie all time after shows. Wow. So look at us, such an indie podcast. Wow. Um, if you if you like, us. I think that I think that counts. <laughs> Yeah, so check out those uh, those graphics over on our website uh, if, you, if you'd like. Um, while while you have your computer up and running, uh, you can watch video versions of this podcast over on YouTube.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. 
Uh, big thanks to all the patrons at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Continue to support this show. If you want to get exclusive post-show content, uh, you can find that patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Um, yeah. And a big thanks to all the new subscribers on our YouTube channel. Uh, we, we mentioned last week that we were close to hitting a couple hundred, uh, subscribers and then we got like 14 in like a week or something crazy. So, uh, thanks so much for joining us. And that's our social media stuff. Brandon, how you feeling? You look so dapper. Your shirt has a collar. I feel like, (laughs) I don't know. You're so professional. I've, I'm wearing an old loot crate. Uh, anatomy park t-shirt <laughs> i want you to know something about that anatomy park shirt travis before i talk about myself because i talk about myself a lot i want to talk about that shirt and when i wore that shirt the other day me specifically at the at the supermarket i don't want to talk about me i want to talk about you first about me wearing that shirt at the supermarket and somebody said to me hey really like your shirt man and i said thank you and then they're like yeah that's really cool and i i did the i did the devil horns i said rock on <laughs> like then you're like please stop talking to me i get nervous in in informal social situations no, i'm like i'm like i did the horns and i said rock on i'm like man that that that's really dating myself it's like you're that's, like that's i'm era. definitely over 40 now <laughs> uh but other than that I'm doing, uh, doing all right that's enough dapper. about us and our t-shirts let's get into this episode in a segment we like to call semi-pertinent news all right semi-pertinent news welcome everybody uh the first the first little bit of semi-pertinent news uh we we it's a pretty it's a pretty short semi-pert section this week uh but uh i saw this post over on the subreddit um, it was, it was somebody linking an article from November 8th, November 9th from Dan Harmon on Gizmodo. And, uh, he's talking about the, uh, the fans reacting to the voices and, um, you know, it, that that's really what the post was about. But I read the article and one particular part of it stood out to me. Uh, and actually to be honest with you, I didn't read the article. Travis read the article and then he said, oh yeah, I really liked what they said about this. And I said, oh yeah, me too. And then I read it and I said, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, what he said, because you don't ever just send me hyperlinks to articles about Rick and Morty without reading them. You would never do that. I would never do that. I, 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 I would never shoot them to you for you to quality check them hey do me a favor and read this and see if it's worth talking about um but uh so so dan Harmon in this article says he writes stuff will trickle through to me somebody will say hey the spaghetti episode is very well received and they'll point me in the direction of for instance the rick and morty subreddit where mental health is where mental health seems to still be having a last stand i don't know how they managed to cultivate that i was pretty impressed I was able to scroll through the entire subreddit, people reacting to the spaghetti episode, and they were just having a nice, lively discussion as if they were just, you know, Star Trek fans discussing a show that they love. And it was very uplifting and wonderful. I, one, yeah, I mean, clearly it's it's my doing uh, that that he was so impressed by that. 
but no, like yeah, it's 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 you cultivating that <laughs> that healthy space. No, I think it, I think that's I think that's great. You know, we talk about the subreddit. I know that all the moderators that are in the subreddit have just done like a so so such a hard job, uh, tireless job over the for for years and years and years. Uh, we've gone through rotations of of different uh, lead mods and and moderators. Uh, they welcomed me in there to 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 do some of those discussion posts and the the live discussion posts. And, uh, you know, like, yeah, there, there was somebody who, who wrote earlier today, like, yeah, he must not have been reading very well or like he's missed some things that like have clearly he, given he didn't dig deep enough into the subreddit. <laughs> yeah. Skim the surface. Yeah. But I, but I responded to, to them and just said, you know, that's, that's true. There, of course there's, there's going to be pieces of, uh, toxic garbage in every, in every fandom, in every subreddit you go to really. Um, but what I, I have hope or perhaps naivete that uh, everybody here just is a huge fan and they want to be a part of the, the show and they want to discuss it with fellow fans and, you know, people get pissed, but you know, everyone like I get pissed. Yeah, at you, well, and I th- we, t- we talk about it all the time on this podcast and um, how the loudest, uh, perhaps the most obnoxious fans of the show tend to get the most, airtime or, or attention. Um, this Gizmodo article has been picked up and, and reshared uh, by lots of blog sites. I think I saw a version of it referenced uh, at like crack.com when I was looking for semi-pertinent news. And they, they talk about this silent majority of fans that, um, especially when they talk about, you know, the new voice artists, like they like the voices. They they think they sound good. They and they don't have a, an opinion or at least a negative opinion that they're sharing online. So really, there's a, there's a small minority of people who maybe are making a bigger deal out of the voices. But this Gizmodo article really um, goes on. It, it it has Scott Martyr in it too, talking about how generally the reaction has been pretty pleasant yeah. and most people. Um, yeah, don't either don't notice or think it's close enough you know, to where it's not a big deal, which is, is what we've been saying for the, weeks. the, the discourse as, as with all discourse about hot topics, eventually it, it, it shifts and it evolves. Uh, this, the, the subject of voices has, has evolved in the subreddit, which is, it was like initially, and we've kind of gone through this too, right? We're like, oh, oh, the voices. Okay, cool. Well, there's, there's the new voices. Oh, I'm still getting used to it. Okay, now I'm used to it, right? And then and we, we kind of moved on. Um, there's, there's those who are both uh, for it and against it. Uh, we've had mod calls for like, can you just do like a mega thread of, for like voice discussions so we don't have to keep seeing posts about voices? Um, in the, in the, the moderator chat, we're just kind of like, do we want to do a mega thread? Or do we just want to have auto mod like capture like any new posts about voices and then like case by case we approve them? Um, but I, I think that is the part that is evolved into is people now being like, I don't give a shit about the voices. Let's talk <laughs> yeah. about the show. They're good. The actors do a good job. We can move on. Yes. Like we don't. It's yeah. Right. Yeah. So let, let's move on. And uh, so with that in mind. You know, whatever you think about the voices, cool. We're we're happy. We're happy. We're happy for you. Um, but I think we're going to move on from that and talk about something new, Travis. We're going to talk about Dan Harmon's talking about social media. Sure, 
But you know what we're talking about? We're talking about Dan Harmon and social media. It's the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. <laughs> I'm just going to beat my chest like Brandon. It's Social Media Minute. Uh, like a, hello, everybody. Like a, like a munchkin uh, from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Oompa Loompa <laughs> social media. Um, like see Wonka in theaters this December. Not a sponsor. Uh, all right. Uh, Dan Harmon, social media minute. Dan was very active. I don't know if it was uh, the holiday break. I had some free time over on threads on Instagram. Um, honorable mention for the fact that Dan posted on his Instagram that on his way home from Thanksgiving in Kansas City, they stopped in Oklahoma City, Ooh, and they yeah. posted from there. Uh, this happened to be the one time in in you know the year that I happened to be not in Oklahoma City. So I appreciate Dan Harmon uh, coming <laughs> uh, through the city I live in. Uh, you know, only when I'm not here. Uh, otherwise, we totally would have hung out and had a great time. What I do want to talk about He's been asking about is, you. I know it's weird. Um, this is this is a post on his Instagram, uh, and it's about butter, uh, and specifically um, those butter candles. I don't know if you've seen this trend on social media where people melt butter and put a wick in it, and then they burn this candle made of butter in some sort of bread, and then they dip the bread in the butter. But what Dan wants you to know is to not scroll the viral butter, butter candle comments if you do not want to get angry at someone for some reason. Right now you're thinking, that's impossible. I have no interest in this, let alone an opinion, let alone a spare ounce of available emotion. Well, about 5,000 people thought the same thing, and then they each discovered that there's an enemy for everyone under the viral butter candle post. Uh, it goes on to talk about, uh, you know, there's two sides, there's not six, uh, any factions that form are accidental and temporary. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, so that's, that's dance. Um, there's, there's obviously a picture of a butter candle and then some vicious comments about candle making. Uh, <laughs> but with that said, happy Thanksgiving to Dan Harmon. If you want to follow him on social media, yeah. it's yeah. at Dan Harmon. Please do that. Yeah, uh, go do it. Uh, if, if you want to, if you want to go on threads, he also had a post about uh, Gary Newman, uh, Gary Newman posting on his threads. And he said, oh, Gary Newman's posting on threads. And I made the joke here on his threads. He feels safest at all. You know, because uh, Gary Newman did this on cars back in the 80s yeah. where the line goes here in my car. I feel safest of all. So I made a joke about the lock lyrics. all my doors. It's the only way to live on threads <laughs> on Bird threads. Um, okay. Well, anyways, that's it for, All right, for that's semi the news. Uh, if you if you have a Rick and Morty news story uh, that you see somewhere that you think you should that we should talk about, uh, feel free to share it with us on all of those social media things that we mentioned earlier. When we come back, we'll be talking about the seventh episode of season seven, Wet Quat Amortican Summer. Uh, so stick around, and we'll be right back. All right, everybody, you know what time it is. It's time for a little segment that we like to call the main thing. Boom! 
the main thing. <laughs> uh, Short and simple. That's that's what we need. That's that's that's. I don't I, know. Don't pass out. I will be one hundred percent honest with you, Travis. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do anything less than that. Uh, I I did some modification for my my sound thing uh, <laughs> this this weekend. And uh, so all of the the music and the intro stuff like that, I'm not recording it on my end. So uh, I'll have to put that in post. So, post. So if you're listening to this, just know that I did all of the music that you've heard in post rather than live. What the hell is yeah. this? 2017? <laughs> Jeez. We're backsliding here in this this podcast. We're getting back to our roots. We should We should forget to record it. And then record like the whole half of the episode over again, like we used to. Yeah. Well, actually, just to let you know, I wasn't recording you for about six or seven minutes. So I'm going to use the backup recording that you always do. And so everybody, if you're listening to this, rewind it and then notice the difference in audio quality from the <laughs> beginning to now. Okay. Uh, it's good to know that I record my audio every week and send it to you every week. And you only use it in the case of emergencies. <laughs> Yep. Welcome to the behind the right. scenes. Uh, <laughs> let's, oh. let's talk about this episode. Uh, what quat a Mordekin summer? Uh, oh man, I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna mess I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and up. take this. I already. I'm already. I already got your back. Yes. Wet quat a Mordekin summer. Air date eleven twenty six twenty twenty three. Written by Alex Song Shah. And I, I, I made sure that uh, I went to. You googled the pronunciation today. Sure, sure is. Who so ha did? Who, who says Brandon doesn't do prep for this? <laughs> who, who says that? Not, not you. No, um, no. This is this is their first credited episode, though they've worked as a story editor for all of season seven. So uh, good, right. good, good to have you on board, Alex. Directed by Kyungi Lim, uh, she's been here for a long time as well. This is her eighth directing gig. The first being Childrick of Morton, season four. Um, wow. Okay. And uh, yeah, we got guest uh, Ryan, guest stars Ryan Hansen and Glenn Powell. Travis, because I took the names, I will let you do the Bernopsis. High school, bruh. Rick and Summer hang out in this one. Mm. And our synopsis, open your mind and talk to your siblings, bruh. <laughs> you got you to gotta talk to your siblings. Um I, I'm going to, I'm going to let you know, Travis, I, I had some good conversations with my, my brothers this, this Thanksgiving weekend, two brothers, two brothers. My mom was, my mom was mad at me and my younger brother, uh, but she didn't want to say she was mad at me. So my older brother talked to her and then he found out the true story, but then he didn't tell us the true story, even though we asked him. And then he's like, you should go see your mom for Thanksgiving. And then we're like, we, we knew it. We knew she was mad at us. And he was like, well, I gave you a hint. I'm like, no, that's bullshit. Just talk to us, man. And he's like, okay, I'll talk to you next time. There Open you go. Open your mind. <laughs> Open your mind. Uh, all right. So yeah, let, let's go ahead and talk about this episode though. Not just, not my, uh, my family woes. Thanksgiving uh, drama. That's what we do. The post show for available at <laughs> patreon.com. So I the enthusiasm. The, the, the title reference of course is based off the David Wayne comedy classic, wet, hot American summer. And it's amazing Netflix prequel and sequel. David Wayne, my spirit animal, uh, the state, I love the state on tour. Now you can see him everywhere. Uh, yeah, I, we, such before, a good movie. So good. I'm glad I got the reference. <laughs> um, it's so it's it's such a good movie. And uh, you know, we going back to the beginning of the season when we got these these episode titles, we were like, 
wet, hot American summer. Like, what is that quat? We know, like, uh, we know we, there's Morty in there. There's a summer in there. Okay. But what is the quat? It's like, like a kumquat or like what? I don't know if we said quato. And I doubt it. I know that's not, that's not a reference I would have pulled uh, immediately. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Like I think we like, we went on Google and we're like quat quat. And there's like maybe like a state or, or like a country or something, <laughs> but we didn't uh, know what, it, we didn't know what it was. Well, Turns out it is very much a Quado uh, themed episode. They they throw us off with a little bit of attribute sliding there for a little bit, but then go into Morty becomes Summer's Quado. Um, as alluded in the pronopsis and, and our synopsis and my Thanksgiving woes, one of the major themes that obviously we want to discuss here is is sibling relationships. Um, so you know, Travis, why don't you why don't you take this away? I've already done enough intro. Yeah, well, I I think it's I think it's interesting. There are a lot of weird um, and also just really normal uh, relationship dynamics in the Smith family, and most of it's focused around Rick and Morty's relationship, uh, Jerry and and Beth's relationship. It's gotten a lot of play over the time the this the course of the show. We have had several episodes where Morty and Summer. Uh, are interacting or, I mean, you go all the way back to the, the first unity episode um, and the, Rick goes off with unity and, and summer and, and Morty are left to kind of figure out things on their own. Um, but once again, we're kind of revisiting what that relationship is like for them uh, and how, how summer as an older sibling uh, has to deal with the fact that Morty is kind of like the preferred sibling with rick and how her relationship with rick is very different um and 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 she just wants different things and she she um has to deal with having that younger sibling um that just kind of wants to take advantage of everything right so so the first thing that i was i was kind of curious about and for me i have a younger sibling but you you have an older and a younger sibling so like like do you like I've always, I have this perspective as an older sibling. Like I, I feel like there is that sense of responsibility for my younger sister. And I don't always like, I felt like I've had to sacrifice things that, that she got like later or whatever. Um, I don't know. What do you think is like, is it, is it harder being an older sibling? Is it harder being younger or is it different if you're just like the middle kid? <laughs> Uh, from my perspective, my, my, my scientific and not at all just, you know, my own personal, uh, opinion perspective. Um, what, what is that? What is that? What is that word for that? Uh, anecdotal evidence, not at all anecdotal evidence. Uh, my perspective is the youngest has it easiest because they're uh, my older brother, five years, younger brothers, 10 years younger than me. So 15 total difference between uh, the oldest and the youngest, the youngest I left when I was 18 and like he had it, he had it easy. I, I say, I say have it easy, right? But it's all relative. It's all relative to our life experiences and stuff like that. Uh, he didn't have his brothers and and he was like, he had his, my, my mom and my dad. And so, um, so I think my mom, knowing that my brother, me and Tim, my older brother left, it was like, okay, I'm empty nest is going to kick in eventually. I don't, 
I want to hold on to this experience as long as I can. And so, um, yeah, so I think he had it easier. My older brother, I do think that there is a different expectation on the oldest sibling because they're like, they're like the, in his case, he's the patriarch of the brothers. He is, he is the, the O wise one. And like when my parents die, then he's going to be the one who's executing the will. Right. And in like, you know, and it's, my parents are like, it's, it's not because we trust any one of you more than the other. It's because he's the oldest. Right. Um, and you know, I, I, there is that little bit of rivalry where Tim is like, Oh, Brandon got, got treated this way (laughs) and, and Brett got treated this way. And why didn't I get treated like that? And, you know, to, from a parent perspective, I think that's because the first kid you're like, I'm, I am a going back to season one. Parents are just kids having kids. We don't know what the fuck we're doing <laughs> and we're, we're, and we're, <laughs> yeah. and we're learning as we go. And sometimes we're, we're harder on the, the oldest one because we want them to turn out right. We want them to turn out the best. And we put more pressure on them. Uh, same thing with uh, Chelsea's uh, o- older sister. I think they put more pressure on her as as the oldest. Um, yeah, and I think there's a little bit of that, like, as the older one, especially in, in the stress of parenthood. This, well, welcome to Interdimensional RSS, our parenting podcast. Um, <laughs> like, you're... I, I feel like this is true for my kids, unfortunately, where, like, we're dealing with toddlers, right? And... Uh, changing diapers and things like that. And then your older kid is, you know, a few years older. And if they're acting out or if they're doing something different, you're like, you're the older one, you should know what you should be doing. And so, so then they kind of just build in this mentality of like, Oh, I need to, you know, keep the peace or get in line or, or, or do things to, um, to kind of like take care of other ones. Right. Which, which is, is kind of leads me into the next point is like even though summer is annoyed with morty she still has this like this need to like take stay close to him and and take care of him even if morty kind of drives her crazy like just because by virtue of being siblings they they have to kind of have some sort of relationship um which is reinforced when their uh spines are braided together (laughs) and he turns into a quad well, yeah, family, family is every family is everything. What the the thing about that, I I'm, I have a little bit different perspective from from me and my younger brother because I I he was he was the baby and I wanted to be there for him and I I kind of felt bad when I left for the Air Force because he was he was he was only eight years old and so like he felt a little he felt like why did Brandon leave me right. Um, for a long time, but like we had a different relationship. Uh, my older brother, I was, I was the baby. And so him and my uncle, they're five years older than me, but my uncle is six years older than me. Uh, they would, they would play with army men and star Wars figurines and they'd be like, play with Brandon, make sure Brandon's there and you know, you're spending time with them. And they'd be like, all right, let's play hide and seek. And then they would, they would leave me and then go play somewhere else. And uh classic move <laughs> um when uh when when tim was was 17 uh my mom was like if you're gonna go hang out with your girlfriend you got to take brandon too <laughs> all right 
And so then they went to see Toy Story 2, I think, Toy Story or Toy Story 2. Uh, and then Tim was like, you go ahead and stay here. I'm going to go have sex with my girlfriend. Um, I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Right. At that, when you're, when in, he'll be the first to tell you that he looked at me as like the annoying little brother. And I like had, yeah. had to tag along and I got stuff for free and, and like, Oh, all Brandon has to do is cry and he gets what he wants, which is true. I was a crybaby, And, <laughs> but now I'm 40, 41, he's 46. And over those years, you grow up and you realize that, that where 17 and 12 is, is like light years away when you're that young, 41 and 46 is not that, yeah. is not that far apart as, as an adult. And you grow up and you, you learn from it. You become closer uh, through the experiences that you, that you share. So in this, in this I, episode, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, I was, I was just going to say like that kind of leads into the, that next point that I had where like summer as the older sibling, she's annoyed with Morty. Now she has Morty fused to her. Um, and she's, she's trying to create distance, even though Morty is literally attached to her. She is not focused on Morty. She wants to go and experience things for herself. So she blows off the chores. She, she looks at her targeted ads. She, <laughs> she goes to this club where Quatos are, you know, the VIPs and throughout this whole process, she's so focused on everything else that she doesn't do the one thing that Morty keeps saying over and over again, which is open <laughs> your mind, right? To to the point where when Rick finally catches up with them and, and Morty is taken, uh, he's like, well, you don't have a psychic link. Why don't you have a psychic link? Like that's their whole that's their whole deal. And it's it's when she's willing to open her mind and open herself up to Morty that they end up starting to work together and and develop uh you know a more uh you know positive relationship by the end of the episode. Yeah. So like you're saying with your brothers, right? Like they he wanted to separate, Tim wanted to get away. Now you know the and, minds have been opened a little we, bit more. <laughs> well, that that's a thing. I was forced to hang out with my brother. My well, yeah. My brother was forced to hang out with me all throughout them being kids, us being kids. We were we were fused together. We shared bunk beds as as kids, right? <laughs> like he wanted, he threw a lock at my face. He I, he didn't mean to throw it at my face, but it did chip my tooth. I had to get a I had to get a cap and everything. It was it was hell. But he eventually, right? That that closeness, that close knitness. I went to Arkansas. He went to Arizona. There was distance there. And in that distance, we were able to open our minds and and be like, oh, like we really do. We really do care about each other and we do love each other. And and I think that's what happens here. Right. Is is Summer realizes, no, he's not just a burden on me. He's not he's not like he's 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 a, he's a cool kid. And, and, I, and I love him. He's my brother. I'm going to I'm going to go get him from that taken house. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just called taken. House. And she's so she's so damn adamant and and such a and such a badass. And uh, I I think we'll we'll talk about this more uh, in the doing a yeah. taken. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the one uh, the other the other aspect of, of this we're talking about siblings. I already kind of mentioned our our parents, but you know th we 
we see that Summer obviously has a different relationship with Rick than than he does with Morty. Uh, yeah. More a more transactional relationship where it's like I have Absolutely. to I have to work for <laughs> adventures. Uh, Morty just has a card where he is is granted. She doesn't say that, but I mean that's the implication. He just like yeah, he, I I think it's interesting because and and, and this kind of flashes back to. Uh, last week's episode where where Morty has his uh, uh I mean they're, they're I don't know if they're implants or something like that right but Morty gets punched and he turns into a boat right <laughs> like Morty doesn't ask for that like Rick just does that to Morty um in a, in a different way Summer wants cool sci-fi gadgets she wants accessories she got wolverine claws right she had a whole vending <laughs> machine where she can spend her rick tokens or whatever um but she has to work for it and this episode opens with her doing a bunch of chores that uh, are like the aftermath of the adventures that we don't get to see right we don't see who cleans up after rick's messes turns out a lot of the times it's summer uh, but she gets compensated for that. And so Morty kind of tags along. He always has to like go with Rick on these uncertain adventures. And and he doesn't necessarily like get things unless they're mega seeds that he has to, you know, shove up through <laughs> customs or whatever. But like it's it is a very different relationship where, like you said, transactional with Summer, and then Morty's more of just the like the partner in crime that isn't really necessarily respected in the same way, um, but gets kind of like a free pass and doesn't always have to do things uh, to get Rick's attention. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, Rick uses a comparison of cats and dogs where, yeah. where dogs just, you feed them, you pet them and they love you unconditionally. Whereas cats, if they, if they grew like five times their size, they would, they would, kill you instantly yeah. they would they yeah. would that's what big cats do that's like we have the, evidence of that <laughs> that's what big cats do even even wolves will be like well he fed me i guess i'm friends yeah. with him um cool <laughs> but uh you know i the 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 comparison of, of cats to dogs that i think it's it's important to point out there that even though cats and dogs are different, the way they love you is different. They still, they still love you and, and you still love them, the animals that you take care of and that you will, you know, if you have a dog, if you have a cat, you're going to take care of that, that thing. You should, you should, or I'll call the ASPCA. Um, I will, I will call them. I will, I will report your ass. Yeah. You take Send care us of an email. Let us know what you're doing. That's wrong. And then Brandon will call. ASPCA. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, but the last thing on this point is, is in that conversation, uh, Rick tells Summer that she reminds him of her grandmother, um, reminds him of Diane and uh, that he respects her more um, than Morty really. And so I don't know that that necessarily is like going to heal that relationship and the way that it works, but it, it explains a little bit of why Rick doesn't just assume 
Summer's available to go on adventures, doesn't just assume that he can just take Summer at any point in time, yeah. like he does with Morty. It, he respects her more, and and yeah. And and we and we've we've talked about this. If you've watched the show, if you're a fan of the show, which we assume you are, if you're listening to this podcast, unless you're Ryan McGovern, is that you will know that you've seen Summer be treated differently by Rick throughout throughout the years. Sure. The first Morty's mind blower episode. Where where she's coming in to clean to clean stuff up, uh, you like you, we have just we've made that comment we've made that observation and what I what I like is that they actually put that out there uh, and, and and turn the subtext into actual text for us to consume. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, go over to Taken. Uh, all right, let's talk our, about our let's last talk. theme. Our last <laughs> theme of this episode uh, is Taken. They. They do a taken. Uh, so I, I guess I've never thought of it as doing a taken, but that's <laughs> that's that's how they talk about it. Uh, obviously, Morty gets kidnapped and sold on the black market. And uh, are they doing a taken at your house right now? <laughs> I think, I think you hear a bunch of like uh, crashes and, and pounding. I hope everything's OK in, in my house. Uh, the kid would have knocked on my door by now or, yeah. or not, or not, or not. It's fine. Or not. Either it's way, you smoke. have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> so, um, the, 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 the question that we have for this, for the taken portion, I think this will be, be the fastest part of this episode is why does Rick seem so incapable during these, these segments during, during this portion of the episode? And, uh, I mean, why, yeah, he, he does the whole Why? thing where he's like Why? just beating people up to try and get information. And they're like service workers that like drive taxis and, <laughs> and are bartenders. And he's like, ah, oh, I guess I was just trying to get information. It, it makes Rick seem really off of his game, uh, almost less intelligent. Right. And then there's there's other examples where he's trying to kick in a door and the door's locked and he like hurts his ankle or something. And then. Um, getting shot at, different things like that. And and Summer keeps pointing these things out. There had to be something in the writers' heads when they were putting that together that they decided to make Rick less capable or seem less on top of his game. The only thing I can think of is that this is still some sort of lingering aftermath of the Rick Prime defeat, right? And he's he he says he's taking an emotional cheat day at the beginning of the episode, right? Where he like throws throws the smoke bomb down and hides in the trash bag. Um, but I mean, this is like at least a day later, so like I don't know. Do you think that that's this is still Rick Prime stuff, or is there another reason that he's you know? Uh, not used to doing a take it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I because in the the last week's episode, they the observers they go up there and he solidly uses his smarts to get out of it. Yes, <laughs> and and still yeah. and still their their tech. Um, I I, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's 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 t it's tough to tell. I because because using that the evidence in that episode to this episode, it's like, well, maybe he's not, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. I can't, I can't fully I, I, answer that because he does. He's cause he says, oh, he has a line. Even when I'm bad, I'm good. Um, 
everybody has off days. Maybe that maybe that's it. Is he's true. he's he hasn't done it. Here's here's what I took from the Taken stuff is that he hasn't done a Taken in so long that he's out of practice doing a Taken. Mm. And so because okay. he's out of practice, that's why he he wants to kick the door down. Or maybe it's so beneath him that he could like figure it out in an instant, right? Or like last week he he found Morty on a deserted island just using a portal. He can find Morty easily. He just yeah. chooses not to. So he he does he has, he has that line where he's like, I save Morty like seven times a season. <laughs> uh, which I which I love the way that they write that. But um yeah, it's I mean that could be a thing. One thing that I would be interested to look for in the remaining three episodes that we have this season is will there be more evidence of Rick not living up to his Rickness? Will there be additional examples in the upcoming episodes where he is still off of his game? And what does that mean for the future of the show or for this sort of character arc as he deals with the loss of his nemesis and this journey of finding new purpose and things like that. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe as a one and done, but uh, yeah. interested to see if that's something that they continue working into the rest of the season. But you know, he, he did shake off that quato into the, into the water eventually. Eventually when he took, you know, what motion, motion blurring <laughs> yeah. off or whatever. <laughs> whatever yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, with that, that's a good, interestingly enough, good segue into our, some of our favorite bits, Travis, you know, I love, I love calling out a segue. Let's talk about some of our favorite bits. Uh, <laughs> um, what is this? What uh, okay. Is this first one? one, first one is uh, when summer is doing chores. Right. And I, I like all of the chores oh. that she's doing. Right. She's, uh, sorting amulets and washing the the spaceship, uh, but there's a, there's a a very brief moment where the the mind blowers uh, room with all the different memories and stuff is she she walks in there with like a broom and a dustpan and she just gives a sigh like, <sighs> and the first time I watched it I was like oh okay she just has to like clean this room. But then I thought about like that room specifically and I thought back to the Mind Blowers episode where like they referred to it as doing a Mind Blowers again, right? Like like this is a thing that they do more than once and they get into a point where they have to completely wipe their memories and reset their brains um, and it leaves the room all messy. And so that little sigh by the second or third time I watched this episode, I was like, <laughs> That that sigh is like, oh great, they did another mind blowers and I have to clean up after it again. Like, and maybe that's maybe I'm just putting that in there, but uh that's the way I read that and it cracks me up. No, uh, yeah, no, I I I I see your point and I do agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> like like be, because this is happening right now. Mind blowers took place a couple seasons ago. Sure. Completely completely different situation. So it had to have happened again. Um <laughs> The uh, I like the attribute slider concept, uh, burrowing into the the bone marrow to give uh, charisma, riz as as some kids call it, uh, as the kids are calling it these days. Strength, dexterity. Uh, I I really I really like that, and I like I like with the uh, the first time that I saw it, 
Summer gets super smart, <laughs> her brain got super big. Like the muscles make sense scientifically, but that, that intelligence makes you like the leader from the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> then like that, that was, that was funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the stuff they did with the attribute slider. Um, yeah. They're just is, is really good. I also like Rick calling it out midway through the episode being like, Oh, I thought the attribute slider was going to be like the whole thing this week, but <laughs> now, now we've got a quado. Oh, um, uh, of course, uh, summer wants that attribute slider so she can go to the froth party, uh, <laughs> which was just so rich with, uh, content and things like posters in the background that said may the course be with you uh <laughs> different different ultimate frisbee type references and things like that um that I, just a lot of the stuff from that sequence is great i i love that they uh because i always called it frisbee i always said frisbee golf as a kid and like no frisbee is here's the thing about frisbee right it's 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 a it's a trademark so you can't say frisbee frisbee golf so it's disc golf, okay? Because frisbee is is an actual brand. So yeah. uh, it was always it was always disc golf. I always I still called it frisbee golf. And people are like, no, it's disc golf. Blah 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 blah. Some people called it froth. And so then there's ultimate frisbee, which is just like it's football, but you throw a frisbee around. So what I love is that they combined disc golf with ultimate frisbee <laughs> too. This this is literally my best and worst of the episode. Is this concept because. It almost drives oh. me crazy, but we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll, oh, we'll circle yeah, back to this. I didn't read that far down. Sorry. This is fine. This is fine. Um, one other thing I just thought about is the ways that summer shows off her dexterity when her dexterity slider is, is, is high, which is like rolling a coin on the back of her hands and juggling. These are, these are the only things of value when you have high dexterity. Yeah. Right? Travis, these are all the things oh. you do. While you're, <laughs> while you're while you're while you're I, busy i have i have a i have a high deck score is is all i'm saying make sure so. make sure you follow travis over on x at juggle mino <laughs> at juggle mino <laughs> yeah comment your dexterity scores uh, I, I, um, I, do, right. I do i do i do like the line of uh can you can you handle anything bigger than a coin or something like that <laughs> can, can you handle a, a slightly bigger disc or something oh, yeah, that's <laughs> like, right <yeah. laughs> Um, uh, speaking of this party, um, it, it was the return of some classic background character models. Um, if you go all the way back to season one, some of the different, uh, high school scenes, uh, Rick potion number nine or whatever back, like there are certain faces of characters that, go all the way back and they're at this party as well. Uh, the ones that stick out to me are like the guy with the really thick dark rimmed glasses. Uh, he's out there. There's a couple other people out by the pool. Um, yeah. I, I just like that as far as the show has come and the noticeable uh, improvements that continue to like, just blow us away with, uh, the animation and things like that, that they they still go back and revisit those old character models and include those in the show. Um, to me, I think that's just a really nice touch. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, speaking of speaking of an old character model, old Trisha shows up uh, <laughs> and Morty wants the trickle down effect of looking buff in front of her because maybe he's not going to get with Trisha because she's too old for him. But 
it's going to trickle down to everybody else. They're like, oh, look at Morty. Um, and then I love the payoff when he gets the slider and he's and he's all like buff. And then Trish is just like, oh, I got to tell the girls or whatever. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's funny. The uh, the other the other piece when when I already talked about leader summer, I'm going to call her leader summer from now on with a, with a big brain. A win when Morty takes attribute slider, which real quick aside. I'm not I'm not going to cinema sins this and say it's a plot hole, but he takes the attribute slider from her uh, and she doesn't go back to normal. She continues to keep her smart brain. Yeah, I, th- I think this is a he 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 reset the attributes. He like set set intelligence very high, took it off. It doesn't necessarily, you know, rebalance the attributes. It just leaves. OK, it OK, OK. So I don't know. No, that, no, that's that. That was that was my this. The explaining sci- away of it the science is sound i i agree with you <laughs> um but uh so when when leader summer she, morty walks away and then she has this like kind of beautiful mind moment where she's she's <laughs> looking at all the different angles doing a rube goldberg type of thing in order to embarrass morty um somebody in the, the subreddit mentioned that this was kind of like the thinking woman meme a little bit Oh yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. Um, and there, there are actually a couple other like uh, meme esque things throughout the episode. The other one being when Summer is looking at her phone, and it's like before and then after, like uh, how it started, how yeah. it's going, yeah, type yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And there, there's, yeah, there's one buff more Summer and Quato Summer. <laughs> yeah, there, there, and there's one, there, there's one or two more meme references. I, I, I they elude me now, but, but they're out there. But anyway. yeah. A lot of, lot of, lot of like social media references and content in this episode with the, with the stories and stuff as she's swiping through her phone and yeah. things like that. Semi pert. Uh, obviously, one of the biggest lines from the episode: "Open your mind." <laughs> uh, just on on repeat throughout the the whole episode. So, real quick story about this: um, we we get we get screeners before the episode airs. And so we we've been watching it ahead of time just to, to get that initial view, maybe get an, another couple of views, uh, and then we watch again Sunday night. So Sunday night happens last night, and I'd watched it a couple times. And Chelsea says to me, "the the new Morty voice, like it, it seems a little bit higher. Like sometimes sometimes I don't know about it. I'm like, oh." Just wait for this episode. <laughs> you, you just wait. And she's like, what do you Buckle mean? I'm like, up. you'll see. Open your mind. Right. <laughs> and and she loved it. She she's she's cra- she's cracking up. As as a as a total recall 1990 fan, such as I, I I love the open the mind, open your mind stuff. Um I, on top of the open your mind. Bit. Like it was, it was, op- it was overdone for a while. And then the part that got me with the open your mind was when Morty's like, open your mind. And they're in the club. And the one person's like, well, what was that? He says, open your mind. Like when you're at the club and you're like, you can't hear. And you're like, you <laughs> yeah. just say a little bit louder. And then, and then a little bit later, when the 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 villain of the episode is is Quato says yeah Kenneth yeah. says it and like what was that open your mind just the the absurdity of you know what they're saying <laughs> so so I have I have two thoughts of that I love it 
the way that you're talking about it, especially because I don't think summer and we know when she's in the club, she hasn't opened her mind. She's yeah. not like yeah. understanding what quados are, are saying, but later, like when her mind is open, she understands Morty and there's like, there's a, there's a moment where Kenneth like responds to something that the Morty Quato says when, when he, the Morty just says, open your mind. But then Kenneth responds like, Oh, we're going to sell you to the highest bidder or something like that. So I'm, I'm almost like, is there like a, a translation to open your mind? Almost like how, oh, how uh, people can understand what R2D2 is saying or something like, like, is there, it's like, is there, it's, it's a group thing. You know, maybe it's a group thing, right? I don't know, but um, either way, I think it's I think it's hilarious, and uh, um, no, we'll yeah, do- I mean, is it repetitive? Sure, but so are a lot of things in this episode, which <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get to later. We'll, we'll, we'll get to, uh, we'll get to later. I, I do want to say one last thing about about Quado and open your mind. If you were like, I've never seen Total Recall. If that's all Quado says, let me just let me just confirm with you that's not all Quado says. As a matter of fact, if you go to our opening for this episode. You'll hear some other things that Quato says within the context of Total Recall 1990, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Classic film. Uh, a, a reference back to last week's podcast when we talked about a clip show episode, right? We had the observers and we talked about the differences between interdimensional cable versus something like a Morty's Mind Blowers and how interdimensional cable is just off the wall ideas, whereas Morty's Mind Blowers deals with the Smith family. And, and we're like, are we ever going to get that back? And then in the very next episode, we get an interdimensional cable-esque <laughs> clip where Rick is on the couch watching the hit show Cake or Fake. Uh, where somebody is trying to figure out if a man strapped to the wall is made out of cake or not, um, which cracked me up. Uh, and the throwback and the the oh cake or fake marathon, those sentient cakes will really fool you or whatever. Like, um, <laughs> which, yeah, I thought that was great. The the, the first time, I'm like, oh look, okay, that they 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 talk themselves out of it, and they're like, okay, like the writers are like, well, you know, like there's sentient cakes, right? So clearly there's 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 fakes. So it, 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 you know, it absolves them, so, uh, absolves them of some things. But then I was like, but that means that real people get killed <laughs> every once in yeah. a while still. So where it's like the, the joke starts off as like cake or fake, the absurdity of like, it's a real person and they're saying stuff and they're like, no, no, don't kill me. Obviously I'm, obviously I'm real. And then the guy's going to kill a real person. Then it turns it around being like, no, some are actually cake. But they're still yeah. sentient. So the real people are still dying. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's funny to me. Um, okay, we were talking about the not being able to hear quadros in the club. Uh, the the various ponytail enhancements that that Summer had, I, I thought were, fun, were, were funny. Uh, I don't appreciate grandpa enough. Or something like that. Yeah, I think that I think that was the passcode or something to get it to get it to <laughs> unlock the lock. Go go gadget then, ponytail. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought that was interesting. Leave it to Rick to always throw in a few enhancements that uh, even even the the owners aren't aware of. Um, hold on, hold on a sec, fun. my hair's killing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the gag with the 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 fake temple with a high pitched noise maker in it. Yeah. Uh, for the for the psych, psychic warfare. Yeah. Um, 
such a, such a throwaway gag, but it, it makes me chuckle every time. I so there there's two references in this episode that I that I really like. That I they they didn't do it on the nose. They didn't call it out explicitly, but that's clearly a reference to scanners. Uh, the 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 Cronenberg movie with with the high pitched squeal and everything. Uh, so I really like that gag. Another one of my favorite bits. It, it's very it's subtle. They don't call it out either. But when Morty is is in the the Taken house, the room that he's in is room two thirty seven, which is uh from old Stephen King reference, The Shining. So, all right, uh, gonna throw throw it out there. So that that, that was Soupy. that was that was really really cool too. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, that's what Frolf is all about, bitch. Oh, it's like combining frisbee and golf. I I get it. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> Just I don't know what when when Summer says that it cracks me up, and then Rick's response is is great. We didn't have we didn't we talked about it. It's not here on our favorite bits, but the <laughs> the, the the shaking uh, Kenneth's quado out of the. <laughs> out of the spider thing to get him out to make him fall out that that whole bit was like a time waster a little bit but like it was one of those slow burns it was like a brandon cruz joke right where like (laughs) it just keeps going but it gets funnier the the longer they sit stop stop why why is this going why is this going we're still doing it Uh, oh okay i see why it's funny now all right all right i get it (laughs) Um, there's, there's that like weird, like robot cybernetic, like nurse thing on the yacht that, uh, that's trying to sedate Morty. Uh, and he's like, he gets bit and then he gets bit again. He's like, Oh, bite me twice. Shame on me. And then, and then Morty injects him with this, the sedative. And he's like, Oh, eject, inject me once. Uh, and then he passes out. Um, I, that made me laugh. That made me laugh. Yeah, Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's move on to the best and worst parts, Travis. We talk about our favorite bits. Favorite bits are easy, you know, because there are favorite bits. But what are the best and worst parts of an episode? That's a real difficult challenge for you. Let's go ahead and start. For me, one of the one of the best bits was like the ultimate absurdity of this whole quado idea. And it's when Kenneth, the little quado pulls out a knife and then it's a quato knife and, and and a little tiny knife comes out of the middle of the knife and Rick just yells out quato knife. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's so dumb, but it cracks me up. <laughs> quato knife. Yeah. <laughs> although, although the gag, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the gag. His reaction made made that made the joke funnier yes. to me. Yes, that's 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 what gets me. Uh, we we, um, we did these, talk about these, worst parts. We talked about worst parts. We we alluded to it already, Travis. L- okay. Get into it. All right, uh, and and you can go out on the subreddit. You can you can public opinion. It's fair game. Am I going to call this episode my favorite of season seven? No, it's not. It's not right. Um, I did feel like. The Quado references kind of like were going too far, and I think I think they they made a point of being like, "All right, we get it. We've we've overdone this <laughs> by having the Quado have a Quado, and then that Quado have a Quado, and like 
Is that three? Is that four? No, like lost, I'm losing I count, count now, right? I at that point I was just like, okay, like I get it. Like I have so the, much more to show you. Like, okay. And, and I don't <laughs> know. I don't know for this to be the case or not. Like the quado reference with Rick Prime having a quado, that happening in episode five, like was so out of left field, it cracked me up. To revisit it, that same concept of Quados, like two episodes later and have a whole episode sort of revolve around that concept. For me, I was like, I feel like we just did this, even though it was momentary in the episode five with Rick Prime. I almost wonder if the original plan for these was to show this episode first and I think that joke would have landed way better if this episode had happened yeah, before yeah. Rick Prime was gone. If, if you had a whole episode with Quados and you introduce Quados and all this stuff and it's like, okay, we get it. There's all these Quados. And then to randomly have Rick Prime have a Quado for just a moment as a callback to this episode. I love, I love that idea. So I, yeah. My personal lore, my personal hope is that that was an an intention that maybe just didn't plan or work out with the course of uh, getting the episodes out. Um, but yeah, I, I I was like, okay, the Quado stuff, like I get it, I get it. This is <laughs> it's funny, but it's a it, it was it was almost overdone for me. Yeah, I I I agree with you. I almost wonder if if, if it was supposed to be. A- if the Rick prime stuff was supposed to be later and, and, and that this episode was an introduction as like a gag to that later. Um, if, if this episode didn't exist and the Rick prime episode still happened. Awesome. And then maybe like season eight, the quad stuff happens like, okay, like there's like enough of a, a distance there in time to be like, okay, it's, it's out of our memory. But in the in the subreddit during the live episode discussion for on for uh, unrick uh, unrick Morton uh, unmort Ricken, uh, like people are like Quado right, and there was like discussions about Quado, and so like it it took a little bit of the 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 edge away, I think uh, uh, yeah. the comedy edge. But all in all, I still like the, I still I still like Quados because I love Total Recall. But a lot of people have not seen Total Recall. But if you go to the subreddit, there are so many open your mind gifts um, <laughs> out, out, out there. They're, they abound. Uh, all right. Last thing. Uh, we, I, is this the worst part for me? I don't know. Did it did it cause me to think about it longer than I should have? Yes. <laughs> that is, of course, the the ultimate Frisbee frolf disc golf crossover as as uh fans of our uh other podcast uh if you follow us on instagram uh at apathusiast right you'll you'll have seen that brandon and i have played disc golf in the past we we played disc golf for a long time we enjoy the game uh and i also play ultimate frisbee i play it uh occasionally pickup games i'm not like you know, like in a league or anything weird like that. Um, <laughs> but like, I was like, these are two very different games and very different sports. So like to have the sequence at the end where it's like ultimate Frisbee, but there's like a hole and 
spider Morty's having to like throw it in and they're like, nice par. And so I was just like, all right, this is just absurdist at this point. This is, they just made up their own game. So I think, I think I'm just going to try to believe that disc golf exists. Ultimate Frisbee exists. And Frolf is somewhere in between. I think it's just, it's this different game. Frolf is somewhere in between. It's not this, it's not the same thing, Travis. So you just gotta, you just gotta, you gotta separate yourself gotta embrace it. from that. Are there official rules for Frolf online? Uh, there probably are, but I, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to get too, too deep into that. Uh, <laughs> what instead what I'd I'm rather, just, get, I'm just, I'm just looking stuff up for the post game or the post show. Instead, what I'd rather get into Travis is a little, uh, the end of this, this portion of the, the podcast, what I want to do is say, you know, whatever thoughts you all have about this episode, did you love it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Like, where are, where are you with this episode? Uh, we'd love to hear it. Shoot that out to us on any of our social media including blue sky. You can send us to blue sky as well, uh, or, or our email. And, uh, we, we'd love to hear it and we'd love to read it on a section that we like to call listener suggestions and short outs. Uh, the first, the first listener suggestion we have and short out we have is Zatchmo talking about our discord. That's right. Uh, after the episode last night, screaming, open your mind. And then I posted a gift of Quado saying, open your mind, ask, ask them what they thought. Oh God, it's so horrifying. Can I, can I not ever watch that movie? Uh, but they, they all, but then they write, I did, I did say, no, you have to, that's the grossest part of the movie. It's fine. Uh, yeah, it's a great start, movie. Start the if you reactor. haven't seen the original total recall, start the reactor, like do it. See you at the party, Richter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they but they also write I think that episode will be that this episode will be classified as this season's stupid episode. It was good but a little on the nose. What do you think about that comment, Travis? I mean I'm I'm with it. Yeah, I I think um I do not think this was a bad episode per se, but I think it is sort of like the silly or uh stupid episode, right? Where they they take a uh a really goofy concept and just run with it and uh they they flirt with it at the beginning and then by the end it's like quados on quados on quados hats on hats on hats uh i just i i just want to throw this out there i just had i just had a realization because i was about to reference summer doing a die hard so she's now she's now she's done a die hard now now she's done a taken yeah <laughs> right yeah she's um, she's She's going to do all the action movies in a hundred years of Rick and Morty. Then, it's going to happen. She's going to do uh, the gray. Uh, then she's going to do a uh, mission impossible. Um, yeah. No, I, so I don't disagree with, with Zatchmo at all. I think, I think that if, if this is this season's, you know, quote unquote, stupid episode or silly episode, then it, that's pretty good because I, I, yeah. I, 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 I laughed, I laughed a good amount. Um, I think previous seasons, you know, stupid episodes were lower quality than this one. So if this is, if this is the worst episode of the season, then this is a pretty damn good season. We, we only have three episodes left. Um, we got a sneak peek at an episode at Comic-Con that still hasn't aired this season that I'm still very excited for. So what, one of the three is coming up. And then we'll still have a finale and potent, some potentially like a penultimate episode that 
usually the last couple episodes of Rick and Morty season, they're either setting something up or they're, you know, resolving something huge. So there's, there's a lot of potential for these next three episodes, which makes me think that overall season seven has been very strong in, in just, uh, the things that they've done, the places they've taken these characters. Um, yeah. And I, I think the fan reaction is, is the same online where I've heard from a lot of people that they think the season is really, it's really great. Yep. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, let's see a uh, couple, a couple of things we have, we actually have a comment over there on threads, Travis. We do. We have a comment from threads. Believe it or not. They're like, uh, where, where are you guys? <laughs> uh, Joel from earth C one thirty seven asks, why are you guys still on X? Why not start posting here? Uh, I responded at like, that's a great question, Brandon. Why are we still on X? <laughs> I responded at three thirty-five a.m. and I write, "Good question." At three thirty-five a.m., I don't have a well-defined, coherent answer to it. Something, something, Z's. I'm awake. Um. So yeah, thanks, thanks, Joel, for for your your comment uh, and post. I don't know why I'm why we're still on X. Uh, it's the reality is because uh, I don't really use twitter at all brandon was mostly on twitter and uh he just hasn't switched yet <laughs> i so. i i travis started on twitter he convinced me to show up then i went on twitter and he disappeared and so yeah. here i'm, yeah, I'm like, now it's x right yeah x marks for, the spot. For, it's 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 not going to be around too long. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, let's move to YouTube. Yeah. We got a comment uh, on last week's episode from the T Pro eighty three. Uh, they said something I appreciated so much about this episode was that they showed Jessica. I don't think Jessica has been acknowledged since she became a quote time god in Mort Dinner and Rick Andre two and a half seasons ago. She's a good character. I hope for Morty's sake she comes back around in a storyline at some point. Um, I agree. Um, I think, I think Jessica is the go-to love interest for Morty in terms of, of of high school scenarios. Um, it's interesting in, you know, that episode, right. Where it is clips and the observers could kind of pick stuff out from any point in a timeline. We don't know, when that sequence with the different guns yeah. actually happened. So that could have happened before Jessica became a time God. Um, but I, I'm with you, T-Pro. Uh, yeah, bring bring back Jessica. Yeah, I don't know how they do that canonically or if, if that's some, or if they just kind of like, you know, kind of wave their hand and, and say, yeah, no, Jessica's back. She's, she's a, she's a, she's a teenager or she's a time god, and she's gone forever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll see. That's an awesome point about, uh, the observers and, and where they're pulling their, their data from. Yeah. Excellent point. I didn't think about that. Um, we do have, I do have a shout out on blue sky. I, I know, Ayo. I know I've got a shout out. on. Why Blue Sky. are you still on X and threads when blue sky is <laughs> out there? Uh, Philip Marks, who is the one who gave us the invite code to blue sky writes your B sky short outs continue to make me smile. Laffy face Shaka. Hey, Philip. Thank you, man. Appreciate, appreciate you Shaka, for, brah. for, for giving us our latest segment, the blue sky shout outs of the week. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> uh, what one last shout out that I have, uh, and this was brought. Oh, do you have? Do you have another one? Uh, after you're done. After you're done. Okay. My last shout out. I remember where this, it is. This was <laughs> brought to my attention by Brandon as he was doing some some research and 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 some behind the scenes work uh, on our our platform. But apparently, uh, we are listed as an after show in in podcast categories. And was this last week, Brandon? That that we were uh, in the UK. What the number eight? Yeah, number seven. Uh, Number seven, number eight, uh, ranked podcast after show in the UK. That's that's amazing. Um, so I want to say thank you to all of our UK listeners, uh, for for listening to the show, and 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 we're so glad that you enjoy it. Uh, sorry for all the American references, and uh, if you are listening from you know outside the United States, whether that's UK or or anywhere else. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the show, things that you like about Rick and Morty, things like that. Send us an email. Hit us up on any of those social media platforms. Um, yeah, and thanks. Thank you so much for listening. We we appreciate you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. We we do appreciate all of you, and we we have worked with you in the past. So um, you know, just to let you know, we we've probably worked more with you in the past than any of our fellow Americans. Um. You know, just to, uh, you know, just to let you know, just to let you know that you were probably justified in trying to, you know, keep us. Uh, and if you if you take over our country again, like I know I, I I'm with you 100 <laughs> percent. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Right <laughs> OK. All right. Um, uh, my last short out uh, is over in the subreddit, as a matter of fact, it's by Melindorn. Uh, they write, if you could use the Omega device on Reddit. Which actually, I have one more. I have one more shout out after this. If you could use the Omega, the Omega device on Reddit, which of the subs constantly reposted con questions, memes, shit posts, etc., would you choose to never see again? I really liked. I liked that question because in the mod queue, I just I see a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Uh, there's a lot of people now, like in here, talking about voices. <laughs> like, stop talking about voices. We don't care anymore. Um, there's uh some talk stuff talking about evil Morty, Rick prime and things like that. Uh, but, uh, so I, I was like, I like that question. Is it okay if I reference it on the podcast? And they, uh, they didn't respond back, but somebody said, <laughs> uh, magic underscore ban underscore boobs said anyone with a podcast, I would use it on. And, <laughs> and touche, touche, touche. And so I said, oh, you're a sweetheart. Thank you. And they they responded, honestly, I listened to a bit of your That's a Morty episode and you guys are fun. I'd still have to use it, though. I can't handle another old Disney Channel show getting a podcast. And I said, I wholeheartedly accept that and agree. Give me a heads up so I can quit first. And they <laughs> give a Rick from the from the, the the apocalypse world gif of him winking and and sh shooting his finger. So nice. magic nice. man boobs, love you again. Please please give me and Travis a heads up so we can stop and I can take everything off of No, Red I'm Circle. in. No. I'm in. I'm sticking I'm sticking it out. Omega no. device be darned. No, you son of a bitch. I'm not in. Yeah. All right. All right. What's your other short out? That was it. That was it. Uh, okay. The first one was Melindorn, and then the other was Magic Man Boobs.
Very cool. Uh, well, we appreciate all of you. Please don't use your Omega devices on us. Oh, we have one other important short out that uh, that you brought to my attention yeah. this week. Yeah, uh, it's it's a, it's a, it's a new follower. And no, normally, you know, on Instagram, we don't we don't call out specific followers because no, there we? are, you know, there are a few of you. Um, but, uh, who, who, anybody, anybody of note following us over on Instagram this week, Brandon? Uh, you know, I don't know. Some, some, some knucklehead named Ian started following us all of a sudden. Oh, weird. Yeah. I, I don't, what's, what's Ian do for a living? Supposedly. And I don't know if this is true. I haven't seen any articles confirming this fact. He is a voice actor for a, oh. a, a, a hit animated show called Rick and Morty. Weird. What? One of the titular titular characters, perhaps like uh, it's like a Rick, like a like a Rickest Rick. Yeah, he's he's a he does the voice of a Rick, but I I don't I don't know which Rick he does. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. There's so many. There are so many. So could be any. Well, welcome, Ian. Thank you so much for for following us, and we wish you well in all your endeavors. Thanks, Ian. Uh, thank you for being here. If you're watching on YouTube and you got this far, like, subscribe, do all the things, share these episodes. Um, and uh, we have we have short format video content just in time for the season to be over. So if you see uh, us share any reels, uh, YouTube shorts, things like that on your social media platform of choice, uh, like, share, those definitely help uh, get more exposure for the podcast as well. Thank you so much for doing that. And uh, until next week, I'm Travis. <laughs> and I'm Brandon. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, this music is in post. Post.